Yo, what's going down, James Brown? It's your boy, Easy E, T.H.E, or Eric Renteria, and it's the host with the moist voice coming at you back with another Wake Up Wednesday podcast. So let's get up, let's get active, and let's wake the fuck up with your boy here on another Wake Up Wednesday podcast. So definitely, like, when you look at... This one dude, I was saying, this one dude that I found on, uh, this one dude that I found on, it sucks that I put trash cans over there, because it would be perfect right here, it's just the thing needs to be, like the ash is going to be caught, you know, incense, oh, hold what, oh, the incense, okay. What you were saying? It's there, it was this one dude. And he was like, he was a Republican, and I, like I said, I'm no way, shape, or form like political, what in the slightest. But this dude, it was a Trump supporter, and he was just saying how they they brainwash a lot of like black African American people, and it sucks because the brainwash tactic is that they always go for race at the very end of their speeches, like they always not attack, but they subliminally attack. And pull the race card going like and the other person or the other side that decides against this is racist and that just wings like just wild like drives everyone up you know what i mean and but when you look at the just the facts and like i said there's there's just like jay-z said there's uh you know poor nigga rich nigga house nigga phone nigga real they don't matter at the very end of it it's nigga and do mexicans puerto ricans other minorities in the united states have a right to say nigga well in my case like i said there's not every nigga is a black person not every nigga is a hood motherfucker not every nigga is a man like a black man you know what i mean and not every black man is a not every black man is a nigga because like i like before the podcast started Welcome to the podcast, by the way, guys. <laughs> ranting, ranting for two minutes is just about controversies. And back to it. It's just like... I started with the question, yeah. do you think Puerto Ricans have the right to say the N-word? And this, so this is what we're talking about for context. So if I get... If this podcast reaches y'all, you know what I mean? Like, I'm Mexican as fuck. And the way I feel like I've been treated, you know what I mean? It's not even the people I hang around with. It's just the way I've been treated as a minority because for my whole life I've been discriminated against and seeing it firsthand other people other witnesses you know what I mean it sucks because like you were there you know what I mean when we got pulled over in Newton Mm -hmm. and he scanned my and thinking back to it already right six months I think passed yeah I was in January and it sucks just thinking about six months and it took me this time to realize that this guy had nothing on me because he what was it or or me and so they just wanted to process me Mm -hmm. because they knew that it could be thrown away or i could just do the diversion that i'm doing now um the diversion and so they knew the process was so fast that it was basically a blink of an eye in the grand scheme of my life however long it is it's a blink of an eye to where like I feel like if I really had something because he pulled me over and then at the station he's talking about, yeah, first, you know, 
ran your license plate and I seen that you had um, expired uh, insurance. Mm -hmm. Well, and I didn't know because it expired like three days ago, so he understood. But at the same time, why are you running my plates? That's the questions I should have asked, but I asked prior. No, not prior. I asked after the fact. And so I already, you know, I already took the diversion and everything when in reality, I had a case. Like he pushed it so, so fast to where me being a first timer in jail, I didn't know how to react or what to do. Um, and this was in Newton, you know, in a whole different county. Sedgwick County is different from Newton. It's, I think, what's Newton County? Like Harvey, Harvey County. And so it's crazy that you can get pulled over and scan and your license plate scanned for just pulling merely pulling out of a of a casey's uh general store in the middle of bumfuck nowhere because we're in the edge of newton and this cop was just perched like ready to fucking go it was crazy ridiculous um but back to like how you were treated you know what i mean yeah every black person ain't a nigga but Hood niggas will tell you like if you're gonna be a street motherfucker, then you gotta know what you already know what you signed up for, and you gotta know you get you don't have rights because you already know what you're doing out here, and that's really like if you're really playing the part, then you know I mean you're gonna get called out on your bullshit, but if you're just that nine to five, you know Joe Pro goes to work, clocks in, clocks out, has a lunch made from his wife, you know what I mean. I don't know, wife even comes back after work, the kids are tucked in a bed, and, you know, the tykes go to fucking preschool, you know, like, that life, like, that, you can have that life, too, like Morgan Freeman said, um, like, Morgan Freeman said, you know, like, look at where he's at, you know what I mean, there was a black reporter trying to confront Morgan Freeman when Morgan was standing his ground going, like, there's no excuse, like, yeah, yeah, but we were, like, backed up, and we were backed up, okay, we're backed up, but look where I am, look where you're at. You know what I mean? Would you say it's it's hard to get where you're at? Yeah, it's hard, but it shouldn't be hard. So I'm like, yeah, but look where we're at. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard. They made it hard, systematic di discrimination. Um, you know what I mean? Like, politics, politics, and, and even, like, segregation is still alive today. You don't see it, but it's invisible. Um, it's still alive today, and it sucks to say that. But there's... It's just more barriers, you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean they can't be broken down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it sucks to say, but, you know. I feel like race... Yeah. What are you saying? Sorry. I feel like racism has become a lot less subtle. Um, like, especially where we live. And I don't mean that, like, in any way, shape, or form. Like, racism has stopped or it's getting any better. Cause, but I'm saying, like... People are whistleblowers. They don't come straight out and say they're a fucking a racist bigot. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like literally not too long ago, um, Eric and I went to a gun show, and this was my first ever gun show that I went to. And we live in a we live in a town in Kansas, but like, it's a city. Like, there's damn near five hundred thousand people that live here, and. So, like, it's a big city, and there's a lot of diversity, I would say. And still, even whenever you go to shit like that, I'm white. Like, I'm full a white girl, you know what I mean? And I could feel the fucking racist tension. 
I could feel the fucking racist tension, like, motherfuckers looking at my boyfriend weird, and, like, we even went up to a stand, and Eric was asking this guy, like, how much for this gun, and he kind of, like, looked him up and down, and, I'll like, be honest. hesitated. I'll, I'll be honest, I might have pissed him off, because like when, I, when I looked at him, when I looked at it, I'm all like, 125? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if he I caught know. that or you caught that, like, but to be honest, you know, I'm naming my price already, but I'm trying to negotiate, and it's lowball, I lowballed the shit out of that, but there was guns that we saw at the very final end that you know what I mean so I put on music guys and like I couldn't find the volume this volume rocker's fucked up we're gonna do a six but yeah even before that whole ordeal inter- incident or whatever I mean, yeah. the fuck interaction, interaction like I could feel the racist tension still like the whole time I was like uncomfortable a lot of the business cards had so many cities that was not Wichita, Kansas. Those business cards had like Arc City. so many Arc City. around all those little little bullshit beatnik, you know, redneck fucking racist ass towns. Honestly, and like um, the only ones that were courteous to us and like really negotiated, try to push a was sale. Well, no, it wasn't the woman. Like, the woman, you know, she was mm-hmm. there. But it was those, at the very end, you know, when mm-hmm. we were looking at that $200, those $300, those bros. Like, they were young, though. Yeah, they were, like, 30s, 40s. These fucking old motherfuckers. Like, that's the one experience that that she never been to a gun show whatsoever in her life. But she knew there was something wrong as soon as we walked in there and, we, and we're just play, pacing around. You can just feel the tension around me, especially, you know what I mean? Just I'm Mexican, and honestly, looking around, there wasn't too many Mexicans, not too many black people. But here in, yeah. here in Wichita, you know, that diversity isn't quite there, but we're starting to get there. I mean, there's more Arabians and Indians, right, compared to Mexicans, blacks. Probably equal amount, uh, maybe, in my opinion. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel like there's an equal amount of, like, Mexicans, black, that minority versus the Indian, um, African, you know, minority, Lebanese. Anyways, back to the story. The the second time I went to a gun, no, the the first time actually, no, no, it was actually the third time. Third time I went to a gun show. With Elam or what? It was with Elam and Oscar. Oscar was looking at knives. You know what I mean? And so I was with Elam. Elam was buying a gun, and these cats, these fucking white motherfuckers, these young folks, come over here. And we're in the process of, like, getting Elam's fucking, like, federal shit checked, his mm-hmm. background check. Mm-hmm. And this nigga's telling us it's going to be, like, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. When I bought a gun before at a gun show, and it took, like, five minutes. And we had a conversation the, the first time I bought a gun. But this time, for some odd reason, he's looking at us up and down, all weird. And he's, like, an old, like, 60-year-old man. And he's, like, from some other part of town. But he, he literally doesn't care if we, like, said, fuck it, you know, we walk away. He, he would be like, oh, okay. But these two young white folks come over here, and they want a gun. Where's your ID? Can I see your ID? All right. Can you sign right here? Sign right here. We should do a quick background check. Background goes through. Mind you, Elam already, like, he has guns. Like, he, like, we're, we're. Not the first we, time buying we're not criminals either. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're fucking average Joes. You know what I mean? Fucking like, records. fucking clean-ass records. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, Elam, I don't know why it was taking so long. It, it's the Wi-Fi. It's this and that. Well, these two motherfuckers get their shit passed like that and get a fucking pistol and walk out just like that while we're still waiting 10 extra minutes. And there was no other Mexican in sight. No other Mexican. And they're just jaw-jacking while we're wondering how long it's going to take. 
didn't you say even one of the guys was like, do I need to fill out the paper? And they were like, no, you're good. <laughs> they were like, do I need to fill out that form? No, you're good. No, you're fine. Like, what the fuck, bitch? We just need you to see your ID. Because uh, there was this one gun show where, I think I told you where I got my uh, five-speed Taurus revolver. It was fucking dope. Um, but the old guy was cool because I just walked up and he said, you like it? Like, I was, like, looking at it. You know, I was, like, look at the iron sight. Mm-hmm. See if I like it. Um, see if I like the iron sight and shit. Like, the only experience I have is a couple of guns at the range and Call of Duty. <laughs> and so, I like, iron sights to me, they just got to be perfect. And so, this one I really liked. It was five-speed once again. And, yeah. Um, it's a revolver, yeah. Yeah. No, you're fine. It's called a revolver. I just name it five-speed. Five speed. Six-speed. Yeah, because there's it's like how speed. many chambers in mm-hmm. it? Five. Right? Or not chambers? I mean, like, I don't, like, I'm not, I'm not gun savvy, yeah, but yeah, like the bullet, the bullet the things, things, yeah. yeah. Like I'm not sure. Guns, like when you like spin it. <laughs> the, it's not a magazine either. Like, I'll be honest, it's not a magazine either. Do you know what Russian roulette is? Yeah. That shit's fucking crazy. Man, I used to play that a lot with the Nerf what? guns. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. With the Nerf guns, yeah. Like, but back to the store. Hold up. Sorry. I bought the five speed. Well, I'm, I'm about to finish, right? Uh, about the five speed old guy was cool as shit because all he wanted was an id this time right because now i'm talking like um what these with this one white dude at my first buy did or third buy did my second buy did as well so i was already used to it. i just I didn't know why they're giving elam and me a hard time but i bought my shit you know two, oh you know what? 250 i think it was like 300 i said 200 he said 250 it's yours just gotta see your id showed it to him he said it's good and that's it. I put that shit in my fucking coat pocket where, like, like a fucking mobster. Fucking mm-hmm. put that shit right there. And, uh, yeah, cops were right there at the door, and they just let us through. I'm like, holy shit, conceal and carry. Oh, like... Yeah, it was crazy. They didn't even, like, pat us down before we left or nothing. I could have easily yeah, just I fucking think, stuck I think, some shit in my I book. think when I looked it up, like, obviously you have to have a conceal and carry when you want to expose it, right? But I think you can, like... Well, not conceal carry. You can conceal open and carry. carry. Yeah, open carry, you need a license mm-hmm. or some shit. Conceal and carry, you can do in, in, like, Kansas. I'm pretty sure. Look that up before, you know, people start rolling around in fucking nines and 45s and I think what 22s. Go ahead and put that up. My throat's starting to hurt. Okay. Sorry. Now you're fine. I think what it was, it was, it used to be in Kansas, you could only open uh, carry rifles and they made it to where you could open handguns too mm-hmm. open carry law what you talking about yeah incense is cool like one of those like small sticks i got this big one and i'll be honest it produces a lot of smoke and this is a closed environment but i always put it out and it's it smells so good though like incense for the wind that's so crazy. Kansas is literally the only state in the United States where it is legal to open and conceal carry without a license. You can open and conceal. Look. No, no. Oh, my fault. I'm just shaking your hand. Welcome to Kansas. Uh, that's when I put this shit in my pocket and then walked out. So, holy shit. I didn't even know that. So, it's the only state mm-hmm. that you can conceal and carry and open carry? Yep. The only state. The only state at the age of 18. <coughs> well, well, like, tw- you can't get a handgun until you're 21. Yeah, 21. Here, but you so. can get a fucking sawed-off. Not a sawed-off. You can get a shotgun at 18. You can get a fucking rifle at 18. If you want to go hunting, babe, like, we got to go to the gun, sh- gun show and 
literally a rifle. You can buy a rifle. You know what I mean? And anybody, anybody can buy a part. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if you were like 18 or 19, even like my age 20, and somebody gifted you a gun. Because, like, you know, you can do that, like, give somebody a gun legally. I wonder if you could still open or conceal carry that yeah. without a license. Because it's technically yours, but you're not old enough to legally have it. I actually think you need to pay taxes or actually like register it yourself or some mm-hmm. shit they would maybe have to sign it something to like that yeah. but I, um i know it can in texas that you can just give a gun away after as, yeah as yeah. soon as joe moved to texas people would, like just get started giving him guns because you know you can mm-hmm. they're friendly giveaways after working at a sporting goods store where they sell guns like I had no idea how, like, iffy and, like, how much there's a gray area when it comes to gun laws, especially here in Kansas, the state we live in. Like, you you can literally buy, pretty much buy somebody else a gun. Like, you can come in there and buy your fucking kid a gun. And as long as you, like, just don't say a few words, you're okay. Like, just just basically don't fucking tell them. Like, none of their goddamn business. You Buy know, a fucking we're, gun. And we're not promoting, you know, going out and buying guns for minors. But uh, <laughs> it happens. It happens. And it's and it like, like I even found out it's crazy that um, Kansas, you know, open carry and concealed carry uh, without a license. It's insane. So 18-year-olds can just walk around with Glocks and shit. I, that's why I see why when I, when I got pulled over in Kansas, um, they never... They never ticketed me for my, my gun that was just right there below my seat. Oh my I see why. They saw it, too? Well, it, when me and Oscar were going to uh, Colorado, uh-huh. we got pulled over because we were following too close. And it was there. And, you know, he didn't find the two blunts that were there, but he found a shake. And he just said, toss that. And uh, we kept on going to Colorado. Um, the other time was, I think, Elam and me... Uh, we had guns in the back of the trunk, and we had Bud on us. I don't think we bought the guns at that time, but we bought, you know, a shit ton of weed and shit. And uh, my my fucking shit was there, and he didn't say anything. You know, he just looked at me and said, whose is this? I said, mine. And yeah, he just put it back. Welcome to Kansas, you guys, where we're the only state where you can conceal and open carry without a license, but you cannot smoke marijuana, or you will go to jail, not recreationally or medically. It is one of the only, I believe, four or five states left. Ain't that about a, yeah, I just realized that, yeah. fucking bullshit, bro, like, we're so weird here, like, it's so backward, like, we don't give a fuck if you buy a gun, but God forbid you fucking smoke a plant, hell no, you're going to hell. You're going, you're going to go crazy, apparently. That was like, Swear. it was a year ago, Kansas uh, passed the vote no thing on the abortion, and I was honestly shocked, because we live in a red state, and we voted, like, basically the Democrat side, and yeah, it was honestly shocking. I guess, you know, human rights over everything, right? Yeah, well, some, yeah, but some people, like, they believe that the human right is for the baby to be born, but some people believe that it's the human right for them to, you know, yeah. have their choice, so it's kind of like, For a minute there, I was getting, like, zone. YouTube shorts of this dude protesting against, you know, people that were for abortion. Oh my god, there was, there's a women's clinic here in Wichita, and somebody, like, had a bomb outside of it, like, a robotic bomb, where they do, uh, they perform I heard about abortion. That. So, what was, like, the, the whole ordeal, like, 
did they get everything? Did they investigate? Mm-hmm. Well, I believe it's still an ongoing investigation, okay. but yeah, it was parked right outside uh, Trust Women, which is kind of like Planned Parenthood. Like, you guys know what Planned Parenthood is. You can go there to get your birth control and abortions and other shit. Condoms. Also, like, well, and like a lot of people don't know, like, you can go to Planned Parenthood and get mammograms, which is breast cancer screenings. Like, Planned Parenthood provides a lot of shit for women. But, yeah, so... They're a little rude, but they provide. I'm weak. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. The time I went into Planned Parenthood and walked the fuck out without getting my birth control. I swear. But, yeah, somebody tried to blow up one of the abortion clinics here in Wichita, which is fucking crazy. But, yeah, it was like a robotic bomb. But, yeah, they deactivated it or whatever the fuck, and they're investigating it. What the fuck? Well, and it's crazy, too, because there's always, like, a fucking van that's parked outside of trust women. These people who, like, protest it, and they have fucking pictures of dead babies everywhere. Mm. It's like, oh, if you have an abortion, you're going to hell. That's the... Yeah, I think we saw that van. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we saw like, that with van. Like, the like, baby's when we were, head. Yeah, we were gate driving and everything. Sorry, that's a little graphic. <laughs> that's the... But, yeah. But, oh, back to the Puerto Ricans. I believe, like, I was telling... Eric earlier. Like, just a good um, example, I guess, would be like, for segregation back then, like, the racist people and like, the white people, like, they take one look at you and, like, they didn't give a fuck what you were. If you were black, if you were from here, if you were there, like, if you were dark, they didn't give a fuck. That's also, too, like, light-skinned people, like, when people say that light-skinned people aren't black, like, yes the fuck they are, like, you really believe back in, like, the 1950s, they would have been like, oh, no, you can come in the front, because you're only half black, like, oh, you you're, have to you're go half white, like, so no, that means you're one of us, no, no, you're, you're <laughs> actually a mutt. like, you're actually, mutt, like, a dog, which is insane that people would, like, look at you like that, because I hate how, um, literally when I was in school, I would always get asked what race I am, like, like, it matters, but I would always get asked, and I'm, I'm in Kansas, you know what I mean? So, clearly, they want to know what the fuck race I am. Asian, Mexican, Filipino, uh, got mistaken for all of those. Um, a little bit, I had a little bit of black in me. Um, but, yeah, like... You sound it. Sound it, my wide nose. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's the, just tell the people that I'm, full, I'm a purebred, like, two parents that are Mexican... And I'm a first generation, you know, here in the United States of America. And so telling people that, like, I don't know why I needed to, but did it, did they treat me different after I told them no? Because especially in high school, like, you kind of just find your own group, you know what I mean? But yeah, um, when it comes down to can Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, excuse me, sorry, say nigga. And I say, like I said. You say no. <clears throat> no. But then you say it. <laughs> I say it, it depends on how you were discriminated against, treated. But at the end of the day, I don't think, you know what I mean? I don't think you need to be saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody should, should be saying it. But I mean, like, I'm not going to Like, in the, in the grand scheme of things, you know, one day we're going to stop saying it. You know what I mean? And so, it'll fade away, hopefully. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, if it's here, so, uh, yeah. I'm used to saying that. I'm going to keep saying it. Would you say, like, also somebody's um, upbringing could affect that? Like, 
Like, so like if a white kid would grow up around black motherfuckers. Even just like not even specifically white, like any race of like yeah, Arab kid or yeah, anything. And, and he grew up around yeah. Um no. I mean shit, to be honest, like he would have that group of friends that would give him that pass. But I feel like if he was in a certain situation with other motherfuckers they didn't know, he would ask or like he would have some sort of he would tiptoe a line in my opinion, but mm-hmm. you would always have those group of friends that would let you say it. Um I met people where I literally just met them and they'll tell me not to say nigga. You know what I mean? Like, you can't say that, stop saying that. And it's like, all right, well, stop, I'll say stop saying it in front of you, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, the, I'm already used to saying it. <laughs> there was one time I almost got cracked in my shit for saying it because I was really bad about it in high school. Like, I never called nobody the N-word, like, you know, like that or anything. I, I like, would just say it in conversation, which I shouldn't, but I was talking to one of my friends and this girl that I didn't even know happened to overhear me because we were at lunch. She was like, can you not say that word, please? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And then, like, a few minutes later, I was talking, and I accidentally slipped up and said it. And she didn't say nothing. She just looked. She gave me that look. Like, y'all know that fucking look. Like, bitch, watch your fucking mouth. You know, like, I wasn't even talking to her, and I wasn't, mm-hmm. like, nothing. But just I understood where she was coming from, and I wasn't even mad. I was like, oh, fuck. There's still, there's still that stigma of when you say it, you know, you look around. You know what I mean? And... For me, I kind of, like, got over that stigma. Like, I'm, like, whoever's around me is around me. Like, shit, I'll be honest. Sometimes at the Y, whenever I was jogging, and the song would say niggas or a few times, I'll still say. And I'm jogging around, and there's people, you know, around me. Like, all, all different types of people. So, I'm just used to saying it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's other people that just aren't used to saying it. And should it say it? Like, don't. Don't sound. Don't sound natural, like don't coming sound, out of like, their mouth. Clearly, you don't say it. It's at like often. that sounds like the first time you ever fucking cussed. Like, yeah. The fuck? yeah. 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 Shout outs. But you there, know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm I don't know. This is controversial though, too, because like like I was saying that uh, I used to work with this one guy, um, and he was black and white but he was adopted by a pure white family like his uh, mom and dad were both pure white and this motherfucker hated black people like he would like see them come in the store and he would like say the hard r like he'd be like those ers over oh there and shit. yeah like he was a he was a cool dude like that sounds fucked up saying like he was a cool dude but when he like started being on my racist shit i'd be like oh hell no well that's crazy because like for the people that aren't in Wichita and are just listening to this, you know, there's different cities around the main city, you know, and there's that's that segregation I was kind of talking about. And it clearly shows that if you're around Mays, um, there's a city called Mays in the upper north west side of Wichita. And it blends in with the community over there. And I say the community because it's like Tyler and 21st Street. And then you just get to one more street there and you're like in Maze. And you don't even know you're in Maze. It's like, oh, I'm still in the strip of Wichita. No, you're in Maze. And yeah, like that's the all like white old ass motherfuckers that is literally close to the countryside. My grandma. <laughs> I was about to say, and like your grandma, who you, you, grandma. you told me is like yeah. racist as fuck. Uh, my lives around that, racist. Lives around those parks. God bless my grandma. I love her, but she's not the best person especially when it comes to yeah other races and shit mm-hmm. uh she, she my grandma was born in 1938 you know and like no no racism is 30 years of 30 years of segregation racism in kansas and plus that until you know yeah. 64 i think it's like 60 
they they fifty four. Yeah, they banned segre like they made segregation illegal in nineteen sixty two, I believe. But like it was still going on well into the seventies and eighties, even fucking like, it still goes on to this day, you know what I mean? To this day. Like my mom was born in nineteen seventy seven and my mom like told me that she recalls a lot of times where like the adults were being like fucking racist around her and shit. Like there was only one uh little black kid who went to their school and people This was where? Hayesville. This was in one of Damn. yeah. My mom grew up. In That's a in the south suburb, of Wichita. Yeah. Yeah, she grew up in a south suburb, and there was one black kid that went to her school, and he was kind of like, people were cool with him because he was an athlete. He was like a really fast runner. He was on the track team, but other than that, like when he wasn't around, my mom said that they would say nasty stuff. Like grown fucking adults sitting around talking about a fucking elementary school, a middle schooler, like. You guys are fucking terrible. 64. 1964 is when they uh, abolished segregation. Segregation. It's crazy to think they showed us only the black and white and didn't show us the bloody, real, colored image. But, you know, we get fucking Disney and Oz on, on fucking color. Snow White. We get Snow White in color, but we don't get fucking these pictures that are they like it's not the 1920s this was the 60s people were born people and like your grandma 1930s there's still people to this day that were born in the 1950s before segregation was abolished and act as if it's still that time you know what i mean like it's and like morgan freeman was saying you know and other people that preach that black people unfortunately have this root system of just being held back you know they didn't have a credit uh, a credit score or a social security until the 64 so no well you know generational wealth could be established but now you know is mm-hmm. the time to pick it up and honestly man stop complaining you know what i mean like mexican caesar chavez had to stand up for mexicans in california for rights and the union you know what i mean for rights as a as a mexican uh as a mexican-american well, and you know what's crazy, too? I'm going to look it up because I don't want to get my date, my year wrong, or my decade. But also, credit scores, like, the fact that you bring that up is kind of, like, ironic. Because credit scores weren't even a thing until, I believe, the... I want to say 1984, but I believe maybe it was the 70s. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally year, just a couple years, maybe 10, after they abolished segregation they fucking introduce credit scores another fucking barrier to hold especially poor people minorities yeah, that, yeah and minorities, minorities poor you know people. you know and like yeah i'm not going there like saying that all minorities are poor or whatever you know but and like systematically syst- yeah systemically like they've set it up that way man but um you know it's crazy that in america so many different races and yet you know, you still have to fill out what race you are on a job application. Credit right. score. Yeah, sorry. Credit yeah. scores were first introduced in the United States in 1989 by FICO. In 1989. I know people who are in, like, their 30s. Fuck, what, 1980? Yeah, people in their fucking 30s who are older than credit scores. That's fucking ridiculous. Holy shit. That's crazy that, um... 1990 is when those credit scores, credit scores, or 1989 credit scores are established. So it's only been 30. Damn, that's crazy. 34 years. 
34 up. years that credit scores have been around and China, as fast as they are, they already developed the that technology or not technology, but the system. The systematic the system what was that credit score? It's like a they have they had their own credit score. China has their own credit score system. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't um, know what it's called. Yeah. I got you, hold up. Sorry. Because it's it no, it's cool. It's crazy because like you have to praise the government. To the get, brinks? No, no, no. no. Sorry. It's the social it's called a social credit, credit score. score. Oh yeah. I think I've heard that. I think a lot of countries have that. Really? Maybe just China. But I think, like, they're... Because I used to always have the misconception that credit scores were only a thing in the United States because I always heard that. But actually, um, contrary to popular belief, they actually have credit scores in other countries as well. It's so, just the same system. as advanced as China is, and they're expanding to Africa, which is crazy how we're at war over there right now. Just slipping that little detail in. Um... We just took some nose candy. It was amazing. We're I wired. <laughs> we're wired. I was like, are you going to mention that? Like, yeah, we're like sniffing. Like, we're not sick at all. Like, we're just getting wired right now. Yeah, I'm um, <laughs> And we're not slowing down till another blunt is rolled. And that's not until later tonight, guys. Um, back, to the, back to the social credit score of China. It says here, like, so basic shit. You know, basic donating uh donating blood helping the poor cleaning up the neighborhood things like that make your social credit score go up and how do they pay attention to that is that with the camera system that they have all around china they can just monitor you they monitor you but also you can report it you know what you're doing and stuff and then reviews or like i don't know what their double checking system is but also um that shoots up and then you, they have their own social media that's not Twitter, Facebook. It's like WeChat. And so on there, you get to praise. If you praise the government, your score goes up. So it's like little things like this that make your score go up. So you can really like live pretty well in China if you do the right things, right? Um, so good karma, I guess it's karma score. But it's like you have to karma follow. Points. I mean, you have to follow the rules. Good Samaritan points. Good Samaritan points. Like you get rewarded for being a Samaritan in which like it's a credit score but not financial um and then it goes down with cheating um jaywalking drunk driving and and stealing yeah cheating so like if you're like playing a game and you're cheating or like if you're in a relationship and you and you're the one that you know was you know decided to cheat you will get your credit score will go down you know what i mean in theory some of it not all of it some of it sounds good like basically like the good samaritan points i believe would mm-hmm. but not like praising the good man you should never get points well like points with your white praise. skin baby girl and your blue eyes and blonde hair we yeah. would make a millions in china well i guess back in the day there was a time when the china was developing they needed you know white models mm-hmm. and so college kids from here in the early 2000s would go to china quit whatever they're doing and be straight up a white model in in asia because they're not used to it they're not no white was the epit like that was the thing you had like the but surgeries it, that they did like they altered their eyes to be more european look you know what i mean uh noses and all that caucasian and so skin bleaching skin bleaching no one wanted to be tan back like they wanted to be that white uh porcelain you know what i mean 
it's crazy because yeah it's crazy like different beauty standards throughout the world because like you go to mm-hmm. asia and the eastern part of the world and they want to look western and then us here like we try so hard to look ethnic like we fucking you know like girls here like uh tan their skin and like you know shit like that and like get surgeries like bbls and you know shit to have make them have more curves and it's like just be yourself In- in the United States, I, I dig that, that you said that, is, uh, yeah, we try so hard to be so ethnic because we don't know what we are, like, we're a... And they like, try to look like us, they try America to look is white. a melting pot of, like, races, mm-hmm. and so everyone wants to look that, a different race, right? Mm-hmm. Like, some people want to be black, people want to be a ra- uh, what's that, what's Kim Kardashian? Armenian. Armenian, people want to be, what's, um, Rihanna? She's from Barbados. Barbados. What's Shakira? Shakira's Colombian, Colombian but and she's like really something Lebanese, Lebanese or something. But like people want to be something else, and so, like the beauty standard in America, I feel like just changes so so yeah so much. But in Asia, I feel like it's kind of stayed the same, and so you don't get too much of fighting on mm-hmm. beauty standards per mm-hmm. se, to where like yeah they just like outsource it. You know what I mean? And this is a video. Uh, that I put on by Cut, and it's a hundred years of beauty, episode one. Um, I remember back in high school. You guys can't watch this, but if you want to watch along, we'll put the link. <laughs> Cut, episode one. USA Nina, a hundred years of beauty. Um, she so she looks like Gal in. Gadot. Like who? Uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, see, I haven't watched that movie. <laughs> You know who you know the girl that plays Wonder Woman or no? Like kind of what she looks like. Oh yeah, she's pretty. Great Gatsby look. I like her. Nineteen twenties. Mhm. Nineteen thirties, pretty basic. You know, short hair was in was in. Um, nineteen forties, World War. You know, World War Two hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Gotta have the pent up. 1950s. We're hitting the nineteen fifties, guys. Marilyn. The Marilyn Monroe look. Okay. Wavy, long, up, 1960s. Oh, 60s, hey, I love. The go-go girl. Uh, the hair bump. Yeah, the hair bump. See, I don't know these styles and what their name is. They don't even put them on the bottom. Yeah, that's Gal. 1970s. Like, good dough. Oh, okay, okay. Heard that. Said something about Nina, so I don't know if she's yeah. just a one-off hair model. Yeah, I think she's just a model. Okay, she's 1990, beautiful. so fucking emo. A little, I don't think uh, they what's they that called, barrette on the mm-hmm. side or some shit? 2000 straight just straight down uh and then two, 2010 yeah. uh, looks like we have almost like what looks like almost like the 60s uh in my opinion no. yeah like a little That's more down like a little more 50s um 50s or, or which one was i talking about maybe it was the 70s, 70s. i think it was the 70s which like and what's of- crazy is i like right now people are so into like peace psychedelics and all that shit yeah, 1970s. I don't think they did a good representation on the 70s. The 70s? Or the 90s. I think, I think the 70s is good. Look, like, layers and bounce and stuff, and it's straight. And then 19, and then 2010s. Yeah. It's almost the same as the 1970s. Even the 80s, like, I feel like they could have been... They left her hair very straight. The 80s people were fucking doing all... What were they, what were they called? A perm? Yeah, Jerry that's, curls. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that. I mean, maybe that was just yeah. men. Maybe that was just men. 
Yeah. 80s was, like, known for, like, big hair, but then, like, also, like, my mom has pin straight fucking hair, and she would get a perm, which is fake curls, basically, mm-hmm. with, like, chemical pearls. Pearls. Curls. Curls. And, yeah, and then they would tease it, you know, what teasing your hair is, <clears throat> where basically you take your hair like this, and then you brush it in the opposite way with the comb, and it makes it, yeah, that's how you make your hair get stand up. And they would do that, so they would, like, crimp their hair or Oh, so they tell you crimp it, so it's just uh-huh. opposite way. Okay, that makes it a lot of like, sense. Yeah, you're just crinkling it yeah. up. The op- like, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of girls. Because when you have curly hair or, like, wavy hair like me, like, you have more volume than, like, straight hair. See, like, if I take this piece of hair and I tease it like this. Mm-hmm. That doesn't hurt. No. No, no, put it back. Oh, so, yeah, 80s. Mm-hmm. Heard that, mm-hmm. heard that. Um, and man, like, that doesn't hurt, but I mean, when, in when the 60s, combing no. it back out, like, does it hurt? No? no. Crimping your hair, huh? It just tangles it, like, in the 60s. It just tangles it, kind of. También. What's yeah. that one girl that's, that sings, girls, just wanna have fun? Cindy Lauper. Yeah. I fucking love her. Like, that's a hairstyle. It's like Joan Jett. What's, what year was that? That's the 80s, right? Girls, just wanna have fun? 1980, let's say four. Let's see. Trivia. Trivia, 1984. What's that, what's the song? Girls Just Wanna Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. Alright, last last call. What year? Last call. Well, he didn't make a face, so it's not 1984. It's 1986. 1983. You were closer with the last one. I didn't I, I didn't know I made a face, I'll be honest. I, I looked I didn't even look at the year. I know how you bluff. Oh wow. You were closer with the last one, though. So, like, if you were to do like this, and then they would put a bump to keep it up like that, and they would, like, put it back. And that's how they do, like, the beehive stick. Look at that. Like like Priscilla Presley. Uh, Who? I'm weak. Priscilla Presley. Elvis Presley. Oh, man. I'll be honest. That one thing about white people (laughs) is that you guys know. No, you guys know. Like, you guys just know first and last names of all the actors. I swear. I swear to God. What's her name? Priscilla Presley. I swear, I saw a video. It was like black people know uh, people by the movies they played in. White people know them by their first, their government name. Um, wait, what am I? Nineteen eighties? Because right now it's like old pictures of her. Priscilla Presley. Yeah, businesswoman. Go to like Priscilla Presley wedding picture. Like, yeah, you can kind of mm. see it, but her veil is, like, kind of on it. But, yeah, like, you see how her hair is just, like, very mm. big? Yeah, the back. That's that effect. That bump. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. That's a lot of the mob's design, the the wives' hairstyles. Um, But back to the video, uh, ideal body types throughout history. You know what I mean? We're already on topic. Might as well keep it rolling, you know? <laughs> like I said... I think, okay, this was released back once again. Cut, if you want to watch it. Episode 4, uh, one more time? Eight years ago. Oh, yeah. I used to, like, back then, uh, when BuzzFeed was popping. Oh, my God. <laughs> they had a lot of these videos. Mm-hmm. I used to watch them on Facebook. Very short, sweet. Before shorts were short. Oh I'm weak. Beautiful. Now our intention span needs, like, 10 seconds. I love Asian, like, fashion. 1920s. <laughs> my grandma's Wait, church. Wait, is this... Hundreds of beauty. Oh, oh you thought it was just yeah. hair? No, no, body types. Well, I like I said, I used to watch it, so they put Marilyn 
and she's thick. Oh, and then my body. 2010, you know what I mean? Back to it, like Egypt. I said, seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby girl. You got that nice curve right there. Trying to get you like ancient Greece. I'm weak. If you guys aren't watching this along, if you guys aren't watching along, women's ideal body types throughout history, uh, BuzzFeed videos. Holy shit, I thought it was still the cut. And it's fucking BuzzFeed, man. BuzzFeed was BuzzFeed. Guys, he wants to get me dick so bad, but what he doesn't realize is I'm 5'7". Like, I'm already tall, so I'm already gonna weigh a lot because of how tall I am. So if I were to gain even just like 10 pounds, Not like the I'm Italian gonna be like, I'm gonna be like 150 pounds. <laughs> No, I'm not 140. No, yeah, no. You, you'll, like, in order to gain the proper, like, like when I was trying to break it down to you, like, proper thick, you know what I mean? You just gotta eat the right food, the right fats, you know, avocado, peanut butter, and we've been doing that, Nutella. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been snacking on pastries more, which is good. That's a lot of fats. So, and now, you know, we have those clusters of fasting periods where we do let the stomach settle, uh, let the bloating settle, basically, and mm-hmm. then keep it going. I mean, you also have, like, I mean, flat-chested. Damn, flat chested. I, I saw, I saw flat chested, and I'm like, wait, no. I'm like, no. <laughs> you like stopped yourself. Marilyn. Marilyn, yeah, golden age. No, of Marilyn's titties were not that big. No, but the curviness was definitely there. The thighs, maybe. Like, were you? Have I don't to think she was. Was she that thick? Well, you have to realize Marilyn was a size six. What's a size six? I'm a size seven. And jeans. See, that, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't think she was that thick. I think they got it wrong. I think that uh, body uh-huh. type is definitely 2020. Not 2020, 2010 to 2020. Because uh, Lizzo fucked up. Because Lizzo fucked up. Yeah. Oh, no, baby. Yeah, you got the supermodel money. Yeah, people make uh-huh. that misconception a lot. Uh-huh. Tough, yeah. That yeah, baby. Marilyn Monroe was, like, super thick or something. Like... For the time they considered her super thick, because everybody was fucking super thin like that. Did you see the fucking name? Did you see the Heroin name? Heroin chic. Heroin yeah. chic. Well, first of all, can we acknowledge that you are supermodel era body, babe? Yeah. Pretty. Mm-hmm. You definitely have that. I body. think she has bigger titties. Your thigh, your thighs are definitely there. No, your titties are perfectly shaped with your body. Perfectly shaped. Oh, I could just sculpt you. Heroin chic, though. I thought I said heroin chick. Heroin chick. But yeah, like before Marilyn, all the models were like that thin. So when she popped up on the scene, they were like, oh, she's a plus size. Like, she's thick. Like, no. Bro, that is not Kim K body. No. Even before Kim Kardashian had surgery, she had an ass, which like a lot of people would be talking shit on. Like, oh, her bust fit was like, yeah, it is. And it does look like a diaper now. But she had like. Her legs don't match her like top whatsoever. Oh, she's a body. Yeah. But yeah, no, Kim K. But yeah, that's. I think the lesson here is just don't touch your body. Like even me, I have a. Don't touch your in, body. Insecurity. Don't <laughs> like your like body. don't don't change anything about yourself. Oh, okay, I heard that. Like I was gonna say like. <laughs> I have insecurities about myself too, and I'm definitely considered um, like surgeries, especially like lip fillers, because that's one thing I've always been insecure about, and like I got bullied for it back in like uh, high school. For having small lips so like i wanted a uh, lip fillers like fucking kylie jenner but i just see like picture and I'm like no how old was she no shade to her dude she was like 16 when she got hers when she was 16 how old were you i think she's my age right yeah so kylie jenner just years. turned 26 
a few days ago. So five years, you would be... Eleven. Eleven? You wanted lip fillers? No, like when I was in high school. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but, like, I had seen, like, Kylie get them and shit. But now, like, I look pictures at her and, like, other people. No shade to them, but, like, their well, shit just look terrible. But now, you know, they're starting to revert back to just regular. They're spending more money on reverting, reversing the surgery to look more natural. Because, yeah, like, and like nowadays, like, Drake said it best, you know what I mean? Like fuck the silicone and all that shit and then Kendrick said it even better 2016 you know I want to see some stretch marks you know all that Mm -hmm. shit like all this like the early 2000s was definitely a push of supermodel perfectness bodybuilding this men's magazine women's health um Victoria's Secret Victoria's Secret models all this stuff all this stuff swimsuit model perfect and then we got you know the day and age where everyone's on social media people want their own like rights as a person as a human being they don't want to be judged for being fat you know what i mean so now we get more it's accepting of thick people and then we let lizzo on stage who is just a fucking whale i got called a whale on the last podcast not the last podcast but like uh, not the not, i mean remember like when we were live streaming it, it on tiktok like, yeah They're like this one dude said a whale and like it's it's the internet right but lizzo like i know i'm fat but this bitch is gonna fucking tell other motherfuckers that they can't do their job because they're fat? It's like, bitch, you ain't even, like, you're already huffing and puffing on two steps. You know what I mean? Like, do something. And it's crazy. It's just hypocritical. And it's crazy that they needed, people needed this, this, this thing. Whatever controversy she she shook up, they needed this to really tell that her music is shit. Oh, my God. That song is... Which one? All her songs are fucking annoying. Which one are you talking about? The one that blew her up. White men great till they gotta be great. Oh. That shit blew her up and it's just two, three years of, you know, fat people looking at Lizzo like she's the end-all, be-all and she's keto and, you know, she's not losing a pound and she's keto. So, you know, it doesn't matter about your size. Uh, it just matters about who you are, your metabolism. No, no, it finally matters about her fucking music is shit. And everyone's opening their eyes and actually wanting to lose weight and worry about their health. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, we had, oh, yeah. My fault. Go ahead. We had this 20-year period, or no, 10-year period, a decade. It's crazy to say. A decade of people admiring thick people, fat people, to where now... Um, 2020 you know corona hit people's health people's health is in dire need and people are just looking to live longer you know what i mean the simplest way is dr sebi and reverting back to plants uh fruits you know vegetables um only animal to eat you know do do the does the what's that one religion that everyone follows that doesn't eat pork uh muslim Mm. Something like that. Islam? Mm-hmm. Islam. Like, a lot of people convert because they, like, actually read the first rendition of the Bible and learn that, oh, I can follow these better than these because these over here are so judgmental by Christians to where, like, if you just follow these steps in Islam, your peace will be with you, my brother. I don't know, right? Yeah, don't quote. It's either Islam or Hindu people who don't eat pork. Is, your, is the Altoids in your purse? Yes. 
But yeah, like when I went to the Barbie movie, Lizzo, one of her songs was in it. And people literally fucking booed. They're like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> I didn't say shit because I was literally sitting next to my mom, bro. Like, it. and I've never been a hater. And like, some of my favorite people in the world, especially a lot of people in my family, are overweight. Mm-hmm. And I love them, but it's just, it gets to a point where it's like, you know, like, shit that you do is hurting you. So why go around spreading it to everybody else and making them miserable? Like, if you know there's something that you hate about yourself or some, a flaw that you have and you basically go around promoting it, like, you're a fucking asshole. Like, you're basically spreading prop- but propaganda. Like, oh, it's okay to be fat and love yourself. Meanwhile, the whole time Lizzo's probably going home crying every night. Like, I wish I wasn't mm. fucking fat. Not even that. The I like how you said propaganda, right? And then... Like, oh, love yourself. Spread positivity. And then they're depressed as fuck. And they're but the most negative The people. one thing is when they lie. Like, blatantly lie. Like, you're fat because you're eating too much. Like, it's over... You're eating over your calorie maintenance. Period. Like, it's just science and your energy that is within your body. Like, you have a cal- caloric maintenance... And you're eating over that. Whether it's keto, whether it's all meat, whether it's you're eating over it and you're still fat. But when you're saying, if you're saying that I'm eating keto, like this person that runs marathons every single day and I'm not losing a pound, then uh, what the fuck? Because fat people, it's just, I, I'm fat. Like, I'm fat. But I'm not arrogant. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm eating a fucking shit ton to where, like, I can put the brakes on it. You know, I made soup. Which is 500 calories, and then on top of that, another four because I put another sopa de vaso. I would have eat that. That's a thousand calories, and it's a big no-no. And I know that, right? Self-control. But when you see, the, like those shows on TLC, like My 500 Pound Life or some shit, mm-hmm. and they go to the doctor and they go like, I haven't been eating, and I and and you know I haven't lost like, a bitch, pound. Shut up. Like bitch, you you gained two pounds. You're mm-hmm. eating more. Like what? Like yeah, it's one thing. It's one thing to be fat, skinny, whatever. But I think people just need to be fucking straight up, like be held accountable. Like mm-hmm. yeah, why the fuck are you lying? Like I'm always seeing videos of people doing mukbangs, like fat ass bitches. Like oh, they forgot my salad. Oh my god. Like bitch, you know you didn't order a fucking salad. You ordered all those goddamn. Meat. Oh, they gave me extra. Yeah, it's shut probably up. like. A- it's probably part of the gag, right? Like to do it for views. It's satire. Yeah, satire. for sure. Definitely satire. Man, it's crazy though. But yeah, it's not even like take accountability. Like you have to go around announcing everybody like I'm a fat ass and I know it or whatever. But like also like don't just don't go around like shoving it down people's people's throat. Yeah, that that part. Trying to get them to basically like not convert, but like like especially fat people, they think it's okay to go up to a skinny person and be like, you need to eat more. You need a burger. You need this. Uh, you need to lay off the burger you yeah. lay off I'm bitch fuck out more. of my face you jealous like <laughs> that part right like they're jealous they can't have they don't have the self control to put down the fork mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I was 180 I'm two probably 230 220 but the self control of just putting the fork down is there and mm-hmm. so I know I can do it it just sucks that I don't know how to talk to people you know what I mean I don't know how to talk to people on how to lose weight I try to be a coach a herbal life coach didn't plan out. Like, um, go through a really bad tragedy in your life. That's what that I mean. part. Yeah, you said uh, you have a friend or something that went to the gym for like four hours or something. 
yeah, one of my uh, homegirls that I hung out with recently, she was going through it with her man. I think they're st- still broken. That's not my business, whatever. But they, like, her and her man broke up, and she was going to the gym for, like, four to six hours a day, she told me, and just working out. And I was like, you know, that's good that you're doing something positive and going to the gym. I'm just worried about you going four to six hours a day and not taking a break in between. I would say, Because she was taking no rest days. No rest days? Uh Uh-huh. Four to six, like, straight every day and just legs. Like, she wouldn't change it up either. You know? Yeah, your body definitely needs a rest day. Mm -hmm. Definitely needs a rest day. And... Whether she likes it or not, whoever, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel something. Yeah, you definitely need it. Your body needs, like, some sort of, just to absorb all the shit that you just threw at it throughout the week. You know, at least one, you know, shit, two, right? It's, yeah, it's not even going to the gym either, because... Yeah, uh, I guess I, I guess you're right. Like, yeah, going to the gym might be unhealthy for some, to where, like, they overtrain. Yeah. Yeah. Like overdo it. Like I even remember um, when I was in soccer, there was a point where I had to take a whole month off because um, this man, this kind of like deep, but uh, I developed an eating disorder so that I could be in a class below mine so I could play with younger girls because I was in the weight class basically to play with them. And, yeah, I was really fucking bad. Like, I was exercising every day, like, right after school, right before school. And, like, I wasn't eating type shit. And I was in, a, like, I was in eighth grade. I'm fucking terrible. But, yeah, I'm just a accountability. Accountability, you know. Um, What's that other word called? I was going to, it's just there. I literally just used it. It starts with a de- not determination, that too, uh, accountability, and man, I just said it too, accountability. <laughs> you know, rewind the podcast, right? Like, <laughs> Sorry, guys, no, no, you're fine. No, no, it was. Oh man, accountability Talk too much. and determination, dedication. Uh, Determinism. Oh, we can, Motivation. I, don't, I think it's called. I think it's. I think it has a D. It starts Drive. with a D. <laughs> no, it's like. It's almost. It's almost <laughs> like, the word you just said. Because I'm high as fuck, and coked out. But yeah, like, even then, like I, I feel like you just need to take it slow. You can still abuse things that are good for you. Like think about drugs didn't start out as bad things. People used them for what they were prescribed to, and then abused them mm-hmm. for it to become bad and i feel like you can definitely abuse the gym as well it's like mm. you can abuse food whether you eat too much don't eat any like just anything so be careful <laughs> yeah with anything be careful we're all adults you make your own choices you know what i mean and so that's basically it from me you know the podcast is coming to an end it sucks that these are, can only be an hour i mean they can be more but we can just stop it and put another recording on and just stack it up i feel like usually for the podcast i barely ever have anything to say but like today i'm like have a lot to say maybe i'm being fucking annoying well no we haven't done any like a podcast in a minute if you want to record another one i'm down yeah what we can do is roll one uh go outside and uh talk charge this phone yeah all right love you guys all right guys well not peace out but we'll see you on the next segment (laughs) the blunt sesh See you.